What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Hygus. And ladies and gentlemen, we are officially into the double-digit weeks of the NFL season. We are at week 10, and I'll be getting into all my predictions for this weekend, including all of everybody's favorites with the upset of the week. So, let's get it. So before we get into the action of this upcoming weekend, let's talk about where we stand right now with my predictions. So once again, we are above 500. We have only been under 500 one week, and that was week seven where there was only, what, 13 games. But in week nine, we went ahead and went 10 and four. We didn't beat that week eight record of 14 and two, nor do I think we ever will. But week nine, we went 10 and four to bring us to a total of 88 and 48. That is right. I have 40 more correct picks than 40 less incorrect picks. And once again, it has only not happened one time this entire season. We are starting off the week one and oh, and I am not going to spend too much time on this Thursday night game because man, it was horrible. But I did pick the Chicago Bears to beat the Carolina Panthers. They did not do it convincingly, as I thought they did. They did not do it in a high-scoring fashion, as I thought they would. The the Bears stink. The Panthers stink. They both stunk it up on Thursday Night Football. And Thursday Night Football continues to be horrible. Although, we have the Bengals and Ravens next week. So, barring any horrible injuries or setbacks to either of those teams... Maybe the Thursday night football curse will end in week 11. But let's get into the matchups of this weekend, as right off the bat, we are starting with my snooze fest of the week. The Indianapolis Colts are facing off against the New England Patriots in Germany. Now, the cross-continent games tend to be very good and have been exciting, but I still just, neither of these teams are in the going to be in the playoff race at the end of the season neither of these teams have any pieces on their rosters that I really care to watch uh New England has been bad the Colts haven't been horrible but man their defense has just let so many points over the last four games uh I yeah I really don't care to watch this game I probably will because it will be the only one on but the Patriots I think they will have a lot of fans weirdly enough Um, ironically enough, in Germany, even though they're called the Patriots, it's just a shorter trip for any of their hometown fans. So I do think there is going to be a little bit of advantage for the Patriots, and I believe they match up good with the Colts. I think New England has the chance, if the Colts' defense plays the way it has been over the last few weeks, that the Patriots' offense finally might get to show some life especially from people like Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. I've kind of given up hope on Mac Jones, but I'm going to go ahead and pick the Patriots there. Then we have the Houston Texans going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, probably a battle of the two hottest quarterbacks in the NFL right now. C.J. Stroud had a historic week last week against the Buccaneers, throwing for the most yards a rookie has ever thrown 
in an NFL game. It was over 400. It was ridiculous. And the ending drive that he had to end the game was something special. On the other side, you have the Bengals with Joe Burrow, who has not even arguably, has just been the best quarterback over the last three weeks in the NFL. No interceptions, multiple touchdowns. He had a game where he had well over 300 yards against the Buffalo Bills. He's been hot, he's not making mistakes, and he's healthy, he can run. And there is nothing scarier than a Bengals team with a healthy Joe Burrow. There is no T. Higgins, but also with the Texans, there are a lot of possible people out for this game. So this is going to be a battle of who has the more depth, and even though it's just one big person for the Bengals, I do believe it's going to hurt them, but I'm absolutely picking them in this matchup. The Texans are great. I said they were going to be a surprise team this season, and they absolutely have been, but this is just a little bit too hard of a matchup for them. The Bengals are at a point where they realize they are going to need to win almost every game to have a chance in the division. They understand that they're right in the playoff race and will probably be there at the end of the season, but to win the division, which is ultimately the goal, you are going to have to almost not lose, maybe a game or two for the rest of the season. So then moving on, we have the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. Listen, the Vikings had a great story last week after beating the Falcons, Joshua Dobbs coming in and leading that game-winning drive and I love them. I love Joshua Dobbs. I love the Vikings. Justin Jefferson probably won't be back this week, but will be back soon. And I believe they are going to come down a little bit. You know, the clock might strike 12 on them, and the Cinderella story may go under for a week. I still am a big believer in the Vikings. I still think they're a playoff team. But I do believe against the Saints team that is kind of flying high over the last few weeks. Their offense has been looking like we expected it to be this season. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Saints in this one. Then we have the Green Bay Packers going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers, I how? How are they 5-3? and three? They're, they're not good. Their offense has been bad. Their defense has absolutely carried them. To where they are right now they're having issues within their offense as well in terms of chemistry with george pickens it seems like really no one likes matt canada uh I, I believe there's a lot of issues going on and i believe the packers finally had a pick-me-up game against the rams last week and i think they needed that i think that's what's going to juice them a little bit they didn't look perfect in the game against the rams especially considering the rams were playing their backup quarterback but I believe it did enough to kind of get their motivation, to get their confidence up. And I think they are going to go into Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers. And heaven knows it, because the Steelers are not a playoff team. I'm sorry if I'm offending any Steelers fans with that, but you're not a playoff team. And it needs to be treated that way. So I got Green Bay. Then we have a battle of two other teams that I really don't care to watch between the Tennessee Titans at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers offense has actually not looked bad at all this season. Baker Mayfield is probably playing one of his best seasons currently. The defense is horrible. 
and I think against this Tennessee offense that relies heavily with Will Levis at quarterback, as he got announced to be for the rest of the season, they they plan to play high-flying football. Deep balls to DeAndre Hopkins. They did a huge run plan against the Steelers last week. I think they're going to be airing it out against the Buccaneers here. And I think given enough, you know, big plays from the Titans, it will win them this game against the Bucks. Then we have my matchup of the week as we have the San Francisco 49ers facing off against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are hot. They are playing good football. I think they are one of the most underrated teams because just no one is noticing them. They are just flying under the radar somehow as one of the best teams and one of the best records in the entire NFL. To where's the 49ers the last time we saw them after, or sorry, before their bye week, they, they were not looking great. Brock Purdy was throwing a lot of interceptions, they had lost three straight games, and they got a bye. Everyone looks to be healthy now, Debo will be there for this game, I'm not sure about Trent Williams, but for the most part, the 49ers are back to shape. If it is that case, I like this matchup a lot, I think it'll come down to the wire, but there is just something in me that says the 49ers cannot lose four games in a row. And the Jaguars can afford to lose a game, especially in how weak of a division they are in, in the AFC South. So I am going to go ahead and pick the 49ers here. That could be an absolute mistake, considering they have not played well before their bye. But they're rested up, they're healthy, and I think they're going to get it back together here in a huge, what would be huge win against the Jaguars. Then we have an AFC North divisional matchup. Thank goodness, because one of these teams needs to lose. We have the Cleveland Browns going up against the Baltimore Ravens. The entire AFC North is above 500 currently. Without a doubt, the best division in football. But even though technically all four of them can make it, realistically, because of divisional matchups, one or two teams might not make it. And I believe the Ravens are going to do some serious damage to the Browns' playoff hopes in this win obviously i don't think the browns or the steelers are competitors in the afc north division but they are looking for wild card spots and a divisional loss will hurt them a lot and the ravens are just i mean they're unstoppable they look amazing i'm waiting until they face a team like the Bengals, like the 49ers to really test out where they're at in this season uh, but i believe they're gonna keep rolling here against the cleveland browns then we got my because the Atlanta Falcons are facing off against the Arizona Cardinals and I know the Arizona Cardinals have one win this entire season but guess who's back two people actually Kyler Murray is returning and while I'm not the hugest like believer in Kyler Murray I still believe he's better than the media and most people will portray him as. He's still an above average quarterback in the NFL, but also James Conner is coming back. I believe that is a way bigger thing for them. James Conner was dominating to begin the season. He was looking like a top 10 running back possibly. The way he was just able to break out on big runs and kind of work as one of, one of the very few workhorses in the NFL left on a team. The Falcons have been falling. 
The coaching has been absolutely horrific on the Atlanta Falcons. Bijan Robinson is not getting used right. And I think the Cardinals, with getting all their pieces back and getting their big pieces healthy and ready for this game, are going to attack and capitalize on that and defeat the Atlanta Falcons and really turn the NFC South into a one-man race with the Saints. And we have also a really good matchup between the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers, I'm going to be honest, still have not looked perfect. They did rely a lot on their defense and their win against the Jets, although the Jets' offense is bad, so kudos to them on, on capitalizing on that. But the Lions, they, they've been up and down over the last few weeks. They've had really good wins. They had a good win against the Raiders. Then they had a really bad loss to the Ravens. I'm still figuring out where the Lions are for me. And I think this is going to be a good game because this is a team in the Chargers that we also don't really know where they're at. They've been really good. Then they've been really bad. They started off the season ice cold. I am going to go ahead and pick the Detroit Lions in this matchup, but I would not be surprised if the Chargers of the past seasons kind of finally comes to form and beats up on the Lions here. Then, undoubtedly, it's not even a question, we have my lock of the week because the Dallas Cowboys are facing off against the New York Giants. The Giants look look bad. They're just they're the worst team in football. That I just have to say that without question in my mind the Giants with DeVito as their quarterback are the worst team in all of football they're bad and the Cowboys look good even though they lost to the Eagles last week man did they keep it competitive and I know there are some statistics that say you know that the consistency and the accuracy wasn't good on Dak's part but I don't care. On an eye test level, he looked really good against the Eagles, and I think they're going to continue to roll here against the New York Giants. It kind of gives them a reason to build up where their weaknesses have been, especially in the run game for the Dallas offense. This gives them an opportunity to get Pollard going, to give him a confidence boost type of game. Then we have the Washington Commanders going up against the Seattle Seahawks. I'll keep it pretty sweet and simple here. The Seahawks got beat bad by the Ravens last week, and I think they're going to look for revenge in the shape of the Commanders. And while I don't believe they're going to beat up like the Ravens did to them, they are absolutely going to win this one in a convincing fashion. Then for me, we have a really interesting matchup uh, for Sunday Night Football between the New York Jets and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Jets look lost. Man, I... Sometimes their defense carries them to a win, then it doesn't, and it all depends against uh, the offense that they're facing. The Raiders' offense, even though it was against the Giants, did look really good last week, specifically Josh Jacobs. Aiden O'Connell, we're not expecting him to throw for 300-plus yards every week. That's not his game. That's not who he's supposed to be. Josh Jacobs is supposed to be the star with this guy at quarterback for this team. And I think they're going to have to prove a lot against a really good Jets defense. And I think this is going to tell us a lot about both teams. Was it really just the coaching and management for the Raiders? Are the Jets done? Are they not making the playoffs this season? I think it's going to depend a lot upon if Las Vegas is able to get Josh Jacobs going for this game. 
but I am gonna go ahead and pick the Raiders in this one. Then finally for Monday Night Football, man, the primetime slots are bad this week. As we have the Denver Broncos going up against the Buffalo Bills. The Broncos, I know they beat the Chiefs, and we're gonna talk about that all season, but they're still bad. Uh, and then the Bills, I, I don't know what to think of the Bills. They're out of the playoff picture right now, and that's wild to think about. I do think they'll make the playoffs. I'm expecting them to make the playoffs. But as of right now, as we're speaking, they are not. I do think they're going to beat the Broncos, though. Uh, I even considered this to be my lock of the week until I saw Dallas and New York. Uh, but Buffalo is going to beat Denver. I don't know if that'll put them back in the playoff picture, but it'll at least let them stay step for step with the teams in the 5, 6, and 7 spot. And with Miami on a bye, it will give them a little ground on them as well as three of the four teams on the bye is probably the reason that this schedule looks really bad. That's because the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Eagles are all on a bye, including the Rams. But those first three teams are some of the best teams in football. So it's a little less exciting without them on the field. But those are my predictions for the weekend. And that is unfortunately all the time I have for today. But I hope you guys have a great weekend of watching some football i know i will and i hope you guys enjoy this week 10 remember the nfl season is not here forever it is flying by but i will catch you on the flip b flip and i will see you all next friday get out of here